Thank you for listening to Christian Family Church Podcast. Here at CFC, our mission is to live and communicate the power of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to the world around us. From wherever you're listening, we hope you'll be encouraged by this week's message. For those who are here and those who are watching through screens, we are talking about God as Father today. And I reckon I'm going to go for nine or ten minutes today, so start your watches. And uh, don't worry, it's going, to be, it's going to be good, it's going to be quick. And uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes I forget what God's like. And what I'm talking about today is how we can talk about God as Father, but we can forget the fact that God is a good and perfect Father. And... Uh, if I've, some of you might have heard this story before, but when I was preparing this message, I was thinking about a time when I was, I think, maybe 12 or 13 years old, and I was playing golf in the backyard. And uh, my, my, my love of golf started young, and so we had a little backyard, and, uh, and only sort of a few metres wide, a little bit of grass, and so I was there just practising my chipping. And, uh, and then I got a little bit excited, and I thought I'd go for a bit more of a flourish, and, but... I was facing sort of away from the house. I wasn't, I'm not an idiot. And, and, and so I just wound up a bit and bang, absolutely nailed it. And I thought, wow, that's a beauty. And, uh, and it ricocheted straight off the fence, past my head. I ducked out of the way and smash. My bedroom window was obliterated. And it's like when you've done something so stupid and it's like, you know that feeling? It's just one of the worst feelings you can ever have where your heart just sinks and you start like catastrophizing about the future. And I, I went into like panic mode and I just, I just shut down. I'm not one of those guys who just like gets it done. Like when in panic mode, I'll, just, I'll basically just shut down. And, and I, I paralyze. And then, and so I just, in my head, I'm like, man, my, my dad's going to kill me. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting like five bucks a week pocket money. I'm going to be paying off this broken window. I know I know what's going to happen. He's going to ask me to pay for it and I'm going to have no cash for like the rest of my life. And, and, and so legitimately, I, I just went and hid and I started to cry. And, 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 and it's just, it was pathetic. It was pathetic. And, and I just and started thinking about like, I actually thought about running away. I'm just, I, just didn't want, I just didn't want to deal with it. Um, my, what my dad was going to, what my dad was going to do. And, and that's the thing, right? So in this moment, my concept of who my dad was became something that actually wasn't real because my dad is a good dad. And yes, like all dads, sometimes we can get angry and he could get angry with me sometimes because I wasn't the perfect kid. But it's like I lost focus of who he actually was. And instead of coming straight to him with my problem, I decided to hide and get myself into a hole. And I, I stayed there for like an hour. I actually stayed there. I just, I didn't do anything. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't try and fix it. I was just like, I just sat there. <laughs> I just sat there trying to work out what I should do. But when, you know what happened? When I went to my dad, do you know his reaction was nothing like what I actually thought it was going to be like? It wasn't. He, of course he wasn't happy. Well, I'm not going to share. Oh, yeah, it was, oh, son, I love you. You know, don't worry about it. No, it was like, he wasn't happy that I was being stupid in the backyard with a golf ball so close to the windows. So he didn't minimise what I'd done, but he also, he didn't smack me about the head. He, he said, you know, Sam, it's, it's okay. 
It's all right. And you know what? You know what he and I said, Dad, I'll, I've been thinking about it. I'm being really upset. I'll, I'll pay for it. I can use my pocket money because it was my fault. And you know what he said? He said, no, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. And it, was, it wasn't anything like what I thought it was going to be like. And so often it's like that with God. We can build up this thing in our head, this picture of who He is and how He responds to us, what mood He's in, when actually He's a good and perfect Father who just wants us to come to Him. And what is it about us? Even if we've been Christians for a long time, we can actually get that all twisted up in our brain. Can't we? We can do that. And so there's a story that I wanted to share about who God is. And because we see all throughout the Bible that God's saying, I'm your father, you're my children. That's who I am. I'm your heavenly father. And Jesus came to reveal that. So let's have a look at a passage in Mark 10 where it's involving some little children. And in Mark 10, let's read it together from verse 13 to 16. It said, some people brought their children to Jesus so that he could bless them. He could bless them by placing his hands on them. But his disciples told the people to stop bothering them. And sometimes, like I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm a bit like this at home sometimes with my kids. You know, I love, to, I love to play games. Who likes to play games with your kids? I love to play games. We have this awesome little game in our house that I love to play. It's called Go and Ask Your Mother. <laughs> That's one of my favourite games and I'm caught up doing something, go and ask your mother. And my kids, my poor kids, right, because they, they, they go and ask their mother and then it's like this parenting ping pong because they just get straight back. What did your dad say? Go and talk to your dad. And so my poor kids, is they, they, all they want is a bit of love and attention from my old mum and dad and we're just busy doing things, making dinner, cleaning up, whatever we're doing. Um, we're not just outright neglectful. And <laughs> we are good parents most of the time, but we're imperfect. And sometimes this can be the thing is that we can, just like parents can sometimes be dismissive because we're busy, we're too busy, we're doing stuff. Sometimes we can take that view of perhaps what our own parents were like at times and we can project that onto what, how we think God is feeling about us. That he can, we think he can be dismissive, we think he's too busy, we think he's not interested. But in fact, the opposite is true. God wants us to come to him, and he's never too busy. In fact, the Bible says that he never sleeps. What a beautiful picture, that he's available, he's there, and he loves his kids. And so here the disciples were, they were saying, don't get, get these kids away. Jesus is too important. He's too busy. And, and basically rebuke these people, send them away. But let's look at who God is in, in the person of Jesus. He said, when Jesus saw this, he became angry or he became indignant. I love this. And he said, let the little children come to me. Let the little children come to me. This is the God that we see in the Bible. The God who's saying, I want my people to come to me. I want to be with them. Not away. I'm, I'm not too busy. So Jesus had a busy schedule, but he wasn't too busy for these children. Let the little children come to me. Don't try and stop them. And he said, people who are like these little children belong to the kingdom of God. I promise, me, I promise you that you can't get into the God's kingdom unless you accept it the way that this child does through just coming to Jesus and putting their trust in him. Then Jesus took the children in his arms and he blessed them. And he blessed them. And this is beautiful because this word bless them is a unique word in the New Testament, which doesn't mean just happy, which sometimes can mean in other places, like in the Sermon um, on the Mount. But it actually has this 
characterization of like a warmth and a warm-heartedness, that when Jesus blessed them, he had this warm-heartedness towards these children. In that same warm-heartedness that our Heavenly Father has towards us, he has a warm-heartedness. He's not disinterested in you. He wants us to come. And so that's what I wanted to say today for us. A simple word is that God always wants us to come to him. And I love that he chose children because here's the thing about kids, and you would know some of this already from messages you've heard like this one, is that kids had the lowest social status. Um, Similar to, I guess, now, but they had low social status. But in terms of the kingdom of God, and this is what Jesus was saying, is that kids, what, what did kids, they hadn't had a chance in life because they're so young, they haven't had a chance to do anything really good to accomplish any spiritual or moral record. They had nothing to bring to Jesus and say, look what I've done. Look how good I've done with my life. Look how I've followed you. They did it. They're kids. And so Jesus is saying, that is not what I'm after. I'm not wanting you to come to me when you've pulled your socks up, when you've got your life together, when you've cleaned yourself up, when you've started doing, changing yourself already, that's when you can come to me. No, he's saying, I am your father and I just want you to come to me. In all your mess, in all the parts, and all your parts of your life that haven't, you haven't cleaned up yet, you're still a messy person with sin, mistakes and past. He's saying, let that, let bring that stuff and come to me. Bring it to me. I wonder, do we bring our mess to God or do we wait until we can clean ourselves up and put a foot in the right direction before we actually think, oh yeah, I'm going to come back to church. I'm going to start praying again. Did you know that God wants us and the very point of our mess and our muck and our confusion and our doubt, he actually, in that very point, he just said, would you come to me? Would you come to me? I'm your father. I want, I want to be with you in that moment. Not just in the good times. I want you to be in all of that. I want you to come to me and those kids just wanted to be near Jesus there's a little thing that I've sort of adapted what I've seen um, going around on online it says this about performance-based religion and the mindset that often as Christians we can have sometimes it says this performance-based religion says I messed up my dad's gonna kill me So my relationship with God is connected to my performance. So when it's good, I've got a relationship with God. When I'm stuffing up, I don't have that relationship with God. But someone who gets grace and someone who's in Christ and knows what their position, their relationship with Jesus is, says, when I've messed up, I need to call my father. Because that's the relationship that's not connected to my performance or my righteousness. It's connected to Jesus. His perfect life that was given to me as a gift so that I have right standing with the Father through the cross of Christ. I can just come. I can just come. God wants us to come to him no matter how we're going, no matter where we're at, no matter what we've done, no matter how distant we feel. He wants us to come. It's a beautiful scripture in Matthew 11 which says this, Come to me. Come to me. Hear his heart. Hear his heart for us. Hear his heart for the people that were getting distracted by religiosity. He said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart. Do you know God the Father in that way? Do you know him in that way? When you, when you come to pray at night before you go to bed, what's your view of God as you're approaching him? Do you see him as gentle and humble at heart? Do you see him as slow to anger? Do you see him as someone who's got steadfast love, who's unchanging, even when you're changing? Or are you slipping into the mindset that's kind of a meld of what your dad was like or what these different images, um, religious images of God that you had? Or are you actually saying, God is my good and perfect father? We need to know God in that way again. We need to know God in that way. We can come to him when we mess up. We can come to him when we've been far away for a long time. I love this in Hebrews. It says this, if we are in Christ, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence. Do you come to him with confidence? If you're in Christ, if you've placed your full weight of trust upon him, you can come with confidence today. As the band come, I wonder, what's your standing with God? What's your view of God? Do you know Him as Father today? Why don't we stand together as we close today? Why don't we stand to our feet? I told you it was going to be quick. But like I said at the start, it's so easy for us to fall into a different mindset, a different picture of who God really is other than the one that Jesus came to reveal as the image of the invisible God because we, we neglect the Word, because we neglect meeting together and because of just life that happens, it all gets twisted around. But today God's saying, I'm your good and perfect Father. Look what I've done, how I've poured, lavished my love upon you through Jesus Christ. So though, not, not so that you could just become a better person, however, that's the fruit of it, but so that he could have a perfect relationship with his children. That's what he wants. He wants to walk and talk with you. He doesn't want you to be cleaning yourself up, trying to get yourself right before you come. In Revelation, it says he stands at the door and knocks. Have you let him in to your life? Do you know him in that way? Today, there'll be an opportunity, just a simple opportunity. You're not going to be coming down the front. I just want to give you room to, to throw off some of those different views and to say, God, I thank you that you're my father today. Maybe if you've never received God into your life and surrendered your life to him, as many people over this COVID season, God has actually been working in and, and opening your eyes and showing you that man, I need God in my life. Man, there's, there's emptiness outside of Him and I want to give Him my life. So maybe you want to do that for the first time today. And you can do that by saying, God, I, I, want to, I don't want to live for myself any longer or anything else. I want to live for You. And I, I believe and receive all that Jesus did was for my benefit and for, for His eternal life. Just as, we, just as we finish, why don't we close our eyes as we think about God as our heavenly father and as we reflect on the beautiful words of of an old song that we used to sing which says this nothing you can do could make him love you more do you know that nothing you could do could make him love you more 
and nothing that you've done could make him close the door. Because of his great love, he gave his only son. Everything was done so you would come. Come to the Father, though your gift is small. Broken hearts, broken lives, he will take them all. The power of the word, the power of his blood. Everything was done so you would come. As we're reflecting, as your eyes are closed, as you're thinking about God and where you stand with Him and your view of Him, I just invite you to come to Him today. For those who've never given your life to Him and acknowledged Him as your Heavenly Father, your Saviour, your friend, your Lord, if you want to do that today and you want me to lead you in that, I just invite you just to place your hand in the air. And while those people are doing that, yeah, just keep your hand up. And for those who... We've talked about having a twisted view of God, not one who's a loving, perfect father. Maybe, maybe that's got twisted up and you've, you've seen him more in a fearful light and you just wanna res- respond to that and say, yes, God, thank you that, yes, that is who you are. I can come to you. You just raise your hand and say, yeah, I receive what you're saying to me today, God. I wanna come home to you. I wanna come to you today. Yeah, just wherever you are, wherever you are. Let's pray together. God, we thank you that that you have done everything today so that we could come through Jesus. We don't wanna try and get our lives right on our own. We don't wanna stay far away from you doing our own thing. We wanna come to you because of who you are. Lord, we give our lives to you afresh. Lord, cleanse our thinking of all the wrong ideas of who you are. Lord, come into our life afresh. Help us to live your way. Lord, forgive us all the mess that's there that's been stopping us from coming to you. It's been creating fear and space and anxiety. Lord, we just, we just say, Lord, would you forgive us? Would you cleanse us? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen.